All right, hello everybody. Welcome back to Manga for Dummies. We have for you today another short. Um, for better or for worse, you know, we don't have the usual episode for you. We actually, to be fair, I don't know when we'll, we'll actually release this episode. It could be the the point of these shorts is that we we could record them and put it in the back burner. They're kind of not what's the right word. It's they're kind of like uh, timeless, I guess, because they're they're really like subject points. So. We never know. Maybe uh, hypothetically, this could be come out and be put on the back burner for a while. But knowing us, it's probably going to be re- released relatively quickly. So you know, <laughs> there's that. Well, it's cool. Like shorts are a fun way for us to have these conversations as we, I mean, as I at least slowly get back into the world of anime because I do watch it, but I I think I become more of a casual watcher. And it's great because it doubles as filler for when we can't record an actual episode. So yeah, and, and awesome. sometimes sometimes it actually makes us like think a little bit more. Uh, cool. At least like you know, depending on the series, sometimes the series is really straightforward, and you know we're just there and sitting there and like recounting everything. But um, these these even like the the brainstorming process takes a little bit of effort, which is um good or bad. I don't know. It's hard to say. So <laughs> well, we'll probably get better at it, but so far it's been pretty bad. <laughs> we just, yeah, we just play Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so what we have for you here is going. I'm not sure what I'm going to title it, but we're pretty much going to talk about how our our tastes have changed since uh, you know we first started reading or watching uh, series here, and uh, you know me and VJ at least since high school, like we we both been like sharing series around. Mm. And you know we've even though even though I don't know exactly the, everything you read or watch, you know at least I I know a good portion that uh, you that you did watch or read. Yeah, and it's it's vice versa because we there was like that time period where I don't know every other week we would just keep sharing shit. So yeah, exactly. I know most of the things we've shared, but I I'd, I'd say that you definitely have a bigger backlog than I do. Yeah, yeah, but uh, you know that said. I think what we really wanted to talk about today is how our ch- tastes have changed since uh, we first started, you know, as um, like teens, kids, even depending on, you know, how serious you were as a kid uh, compared to now as uh, we're fully fledged adults with our own uh, crippling responsibilities and <laughs> severe <laughs> issues. But, you know, and the same insecurities, <laughs> <laughs> the same insecurities. But now you have a debt, too. <laughs> yeah, that's fantastic. Yeah. So, yeah uh okay so we might I, actually have an intellectual conversation today we'll see we'll see or maybe just be severely depressing but yep. uh we'll just see how it is so back then you know there there is definitely a a, a set of a genre that's like specifically tailor-made to what you know the age we were in high school which is the shonen genre mm-hmm. and i think it's a good place to start uh you know, so we definitely grew up during the time of the big three with Naruto, One Piece, and, and uh, Bleach. Yes. And at least until I think we maybe the last year of our high school, Bleach was like the first one to go, right? Bleach um, was the first one to go, yeah. Yeah, but like even that, that was like near the end of our high school days. Mm-hmm. So, you know, at least for the most part during our whole high school lives, uh, those were the big three. You know, we, we definitely catch up on each, each uh, new chapter every week. You know, discuss, make brain theories of uh, of the plot points. Um, I definitely remember shit like, oh, is Obito Toby, um, et cetera, et cetera, and like the, like these. Yeah, is it Madara Uchiha somehow? And uh, I remember, yeah, yeah, I remember those cafeteria talks. 
Yeah, uh, and I mean, apart from those big three, there was always like these these other series that came in and out. Uh, for me and you specifically, I remember uh, history's strongest disciple, Kenichi. Oh Lord, have mercy! Which you know, in hindsight, it's not a good series, but <laughs> it has like it's actually kind of charming in its own way. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, I think you said it there. I think Shonen is a great place to start your anime journey uh, because. While most anime will fall under the shonen category, I think shonen, uh, even back then, was very uh, encompassing. It, you know, a lot of the core of the of an anime would be shonen. It would have fights and it would have tournament arcs and all that. But you know, some anime would venture out and they would uh, include a romance, and that could get people into a slice of life anime. Or some would have horror elements that would drag you into that type of anime uh and i know that's what that's what that's definitely what happened with me along with your help because yeah you were just an encyclopedia of anime back then and i mean you still are uh and yeah uh i think shonen is a great place to start and i and you know we were the demographic like you said and um you know especially young kids in the west at least when naruto and even dragon ball were airing like that was truly at most people's first introduction to anime before they even knew what anime was right yeah it's uh it's definitely that kind of situation where you know it was a it was the kind of thing where the saturday morning cartoons you're like you see Yu-Gi-Oh, but it doesn't register in your brain that it's like anime at least for me it didn't you know or, I, same same like yes it's you know it's sandwiched between stuff like you know spongebob and fairly odd parents and then you yeah. know there's Yu-Gi-Oh in the middle and you're like oh okay well it's all cartoons right mm -hmm. but even then as we got a little bit older like during high school you could see a strong influence because anime started to become mainstream with stuff like uh the last airbender that had a very uh strong anime influence right yeah and i mean even before that you know we, we definitely heard about dragon ball and its influence of course um but for a while, it was more like if, you know, you could be more of a Dragon Ball fan without necessarily being an anime fan or like a manga fan. Mm -hmm. uh, and it was it was just like this strange situation where, you know, you could be like a Batman fan without necessarily being a comic book fan. Absolutely. Or, or something similar. Absolutely. Oh, my God, dude. There was even uh, speaking of like there was there were some attempts at a fusion of western and eastern uh comics like the teen titans or as an example because i just thought oh of yes it. that show yeah i think that was a good blend of both worlds coming together into something beautiful um yeah but and... all that to say that yeah this w sorry what were you gonna say no you go ahead yeah well i was gonna say uh but all this to bring us into uh the the main topic of what we wanted to talk about which is uh how anime has changed and how we've changed with it uh and with that uh the i think the prevailing question here is uh have recent shows gotten better or worse in your opinion and do you think it's because of how your tastes have changed so i actually think that on on average the quality has improved a lot mm -hmm. and to be fair shonen shonen by itself it's not like it, it's it is a genre but it's not like you know it's not the same type of genre as saying like oh this is a romance manga or this is like an action manga it's like because it's just a demographic technically it like encompasses a little more 
Like in the same way, Death Note is a shonen genre. Mm-hmm. It's you know, Toriko was also a shonen genre, but like, I, it's, there's really hard to see. It's really hard to see any sort of parallels between the two. Yeah, it's two different worlds. So, but in, with that said, I think if we look at the general quality of um, the premises, the stories, and to be fair, I think like now, if you want to make it big, you have to be like, you know, you have to step up your game. Get the standout for sure. So even even the sh- the series that don't last that long still have like a good good start, you know, good, you know, it may it may taper off later on, but at least the start is usually pretty strong. Mm-hmm. And I also feel like maybe the you know people of our demographic are also more upset, more accepting of more. Like uh, back then, like you could imagine, oh, if, if there's any nudity, it's not shown anymore. It's definitely like the next genre, right? But now I feel like you can incorporate a little bit of nudity, a little bit of dark themes, uh, a little bit of like melodrama and stuff like that. Uh, yeah. Which yeah. I think maybe it's just because, uh, you know, I don't want to say the next generation because, you know, it's not, we're not that far away from that. <laughs> but, you know, the next generation feels like they, they could take more, if that makes sense. No, absolutely. I think, I think you're right on the money. It's, yeah, like Shonen had, had their restrictions because they had to cater to a certain audience, especially here back then. But yeah, it's like you said, like um, they were they started the to encompass other genres into their shows and into their their media. And if anything, it's only gotten bigger. Uh, you know, Toriko is an example. But even today, like uh, isn't Shokugeki also considered a, yeah, shonen for a shonen? Sure. Yeah, but there's like unlike Toriko, which, you know, felt the need to include muscly dudes fighting d- demons and frogs or whatever this Shokugeki relies entirely around food and the entire conflict, every conflict emerges. Wait, what? Hold up. There is, there is, you know, muscly dudes. If, if you're into that, there is and muscly Shokugeki. dudes and there's a lot of bouncy boobies for sure. But <laughs> Shonen South hasn't <laughs> lost that part of its charm, I guess you can yeah. call it. But, um, it's definitely been, uh, it's definitely been uh, refined, I guess you can say, or you can say that Shonen much like us has evolved over the years. Yeah, I think it incorporates a little more, and it's it it allows more things to be within it to still be considered shonen. Yes, um, exactly. You know, it, it used to be that it was like it was almost like a weird step up when you start with like kids manga like Doraemon or stuff like that, mm-hmm. and then next it was like oh uh, Naruto, and then like after that it would be like Gantz maybe. Yeah. So it's like a weird progression of, you know, different age groups. Mm-hmm. But now I feel like, you know, the, the group between Naruto and Gantz is starting to like blur a little bit more. Absolutely. And it makes it, uh, it makes it generally like a, a more expressive story and a more expressive premise. I definitely agree. I think Shonen uh, was and is to this day the gateway drug into the world of anime. Except right now it's even easier to find the genre that you will like the most. Whereas back in the day, there was a lot more exploring to do because anime hadn't really hit the mainstream yet. Um, and I actually want to talk about this a little further because uh, we talked about briefly what we thought was our favorite type of show then and now. Um, and, you know, for us, like you said, you know, Shonen was, we were the demographic for Shonen anime back then. And I think it's a no-brainer to say that Shonen uh, was... Uh, or, or was definitely our favorite type of show 
Um, and it allowed us to explore into, I mean, for me personally, going from Shonen, I then went into a lot of slice of life anime and then burnt out on that. And then, and then I kind of like watched a lot of weird trippy anime that people would recommend, uh, that you can't really place into a genre. Like, I can't remember what the freaking series is called. I know it's loved, but it's just like the, the whole season is just like music videos I'm not talking about the Daft Punk album, but also that. <laughs> <laughs> but, <laughs> but you know, uh, yeah, like I had just eventually found myself coming back to Shonen because it's where I'm comfortable. And now that it encompasses so much more too, I feel like I'm getting a little bit of everything. So I'd say that even to this day, I, th I think Shonen is my favorite type of uh, series or type of show. Yeah, for sure. It's uh shonen is like kind of like the comfort food of a uh, of all this different kind of kind of genres out there. Absolutely. And you know, I've I've definitely read more heavy stuff. I've read, you know, strictly comedy stuff, mm -hmm. and then I, I've also read like everything in between. Of course. And every so often you just have to go back and like read a action adventure standard, you know, beat 'em up really and uh enjoy yourself and at the end it, it still feels good. And I think Another thing that we we have to talk about is that there's just there's just more to look at. Like there's there's just a lot lot more to experience if you're like if you're really into anime and manga and you want to experience it. You know, the bookshelves back then was like maybe two bookshelves worth of like Japanese mm -hmm. series. Yeah. But now not only are there like high quality, if you, I'm sure if you go to any library, you know, not that. I have been to a library in a while, but you know, I'm sure if you went to any library, there's probably like a whole hallway filled with uh, series because it, not only not only do they have the old series that we've we've already experienced, it has all the upcoming ones that we have yet to experience. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So, compound that with the fact you know there's not even the like Korean, Chinese, and like I think even like other other places that that start releasing their own like you know manga equivalent mm -hmm. that um. There's just so much, man. There's a uh... of course. It's an ever-growing industry, and it's like, it's like you said, like the quality has definitely gone up. But that's just that also plays into the fact that there's just a sheer increase in the number of anime coming out every year now. So yeah, you're gonna get a lot of stinkers, but you know, it's a numbers game. The more shows come out, the more of them that are likely to be good. You know. Yeah, and and also, it also feels like it's more. So back then in around like the two, or late 2000s, early 2010s, uh, like most of us read through, read everything through the internet mm. and the scanlations were really hit or miss. Yes. And, you know, even though for the most part, we'll be able to understand like the full story, yeah. uh, there's always like these minute details or these, uh, you know, puns, especially that don't really translate well. Mm -hmm. It takes you out of the experience. Yeah, and I feel like the quality of just translation and scanlations, like both the quality itself of the series that are being, you know, scanned and, and released to the public mm -hmm. to be higher and the, the quality of the translation itself is also higher. For sure, for sure. Oh my God, dude, do you remember that series? I don't remember if, if you were the one who put me onto it, but I like found it and I, I might have told you about it. It's about that kid who has uh, the power of like Beelzebub's fire or so he's got like blue fire powers and he gives up a sense like one of his five senses in exchange for the power code breaker is that what it's called 
Yeah. Dude, the translation on that series, at least, you know, on the websites that we used to read them on, because again, back then, it was hard to find that, to access, uh, you know, physical copies of the books and stuff, especially when they especially were kind of low-key. Especially for, like, these series that are, like, not super popular. So, like, you could definitely find, like, your Dragon Balls and, and stuff like for that. For sure. But, like, you know, Code Breaker, like, I don't, I don't even think, like, I knew five people read that. Dude, that, that was... And you know what's weird is that the story was quite it was kind of interesting, but man, like when it's so hard to to follow the story because you've just spent twice as long as you would on a page trying to trend like dissect what it is that the characters are saying, man, it's rough. <laughs> but you know, luckily that's not a problem anymore, uh, especially with the internet and you know premium streaming services like uh, like Crunchyroll. Uh, that's that's yeah, a thing of like, the past. We don't really see any more fan subs. Like if you, oh my god, those were so anime, funny though. Those fan subs, like sometimes, sometimes they go in funny directions, and like you know, it's it's at the end of the day, you're you're still happy to watch it or yeah. read it. But it's just like it's definitely something that that the quality has just in general just gone up. Exactly. Yeah, it's more of a nostalgic thing when you get to when you you something now that you get drunk with a friend and you watch just to laugh when you look at a fan sub. Oh man, uh, what well, what uh, what would you say? Uh, going back to that little tangent there, what would you say has is now your favorite uh, type of show? Is it still shown in as well? So it's for me, it's really hard to say because back then I really used to love, um, like expansive worlds. Um, okay. definitely like on the lines of you know Naruto has an expansive world. Mm-hmm. Um. Toriko has an expansive world. Yeah, I don't know if I put uh, you know, Naruto any... on that list. It has a world. <laughs> we don't really. I think general, you know, it's it's more expansive than than the average. You You're, know, you know like... what? You're right. I early Naruto had some very solid world building. You're right. Yeah. So, but now I found that as I got older, I found how much. What? I was like, yeah, Shippuden is. I guess it's pretty oh, okay. okay too. Yeah. Um. So I, I found that the older I've gone. I more appreciate a more succinct and a more like uh, contained story mm-hmm. as long as the story is good. Like I rather read a series that's maybe like thirty chapters, but I feel like I have a complete story. Yeah. Than I would necessarily about uh, read about like a, a story with one hundred fifty chapters, but it's like it's just there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, you know, of course, one hundred fifty. It, it could still be. You know, the payoff could still be good. But sometimes I feel like, you know, I'd rather just take something that's more self-contained. And at the end of it, I feel like I've gotten something out of it. Of course. I mean, and at the end of the day, that's all you're trying to do with a story is just get something out of it. And, you know, when you can't enjoy a story because you feel like you're wasting your time, well, that's never good. Yeah, for sure. So, like, you know, I still have a, a, a soft spot for, like, these shonen series for sure mm. and i always go back and revisit you know those shonen series every so often like even even today out of pure boredom i, I read uh, a few chapters of belzebub oh my and, god you know, belzebub story not all there uh but you know it has like a straightforward comedy and straightforward action yeah that i just needed i just like it it's really a good pick-me-up sometimes mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah there are definitely uh you can definitely categorize a lot of shonen into well that that's it you could definitely categorize a lot of shonen into a few uh, sections there's like the popcorn flicks there's the ones that you know 
become the ca the classics, the mainstreamers, you know, Attack on Titan, your Naruto, your Dragon Ball, all that good stuff. Then there's like the weird ones <laughs> looking at you, Toriko. <laughs> Toriko still made it. Remember? Yeah, no, no. Remember I guess you could call Rat it like, Man, dude. Ratman was funny dude. Ratman was so cool. But you know, yeah, Ratman was really cool. And I think that's what I love about the shonen genre. It's just you could tell so many different stories and include so many different elements. And it's not going to hit. It's not going to land every time. But when it does land, for the most part, it's usually pretty good. It's like you said, it's a comfort food. You know, many people will try to do something crazy and explorative like uh, Yuri on Ice, uh, for example. Or uh, what was it? Like Death Parade, I think it was called, which was... Yeah, I didn't really get it, but I'm I'm an idiot, uh, and I, uh, and, I, and it's a masterpiece apparently. I, I liked it, but I, I wouldn't go there. Yeah, it's, I think it was like all right. Well, I, I I liked it. I liked it. I didn't hate it, but people were like, "Yo, it's the best shit ever." And I was like, "Okay," but you know what I mean? Like they're they're they experiment, and the fact that well, although I I don't know if I'd call Death Parade a shonen. I guess there is like conflicts and stuff. There's fights. <laughs> We're getting off yeah. topic here, but all this to say that, yeah, it's like you said, Shonen, uh, Shonen can hit a lot of different notes for a lot of different people, and those different people can always find something to enjoy in a Shonen. It's a comfort food, like you said. And I do think, you know, with going back to the fact that Shonen nowadays, like, encompasses a lot more, yeah. I also feel like, you know, the, the creativity in terms of just, like, sometimes they even deconstruct the idea of a Shonen. Mm -hmm. so like uh something we we read recently together well not together but that's something we read recently for example blue lock in bed together <laughs> oh dude yeah. blue lock is great yeah blue lock but like you know blue lock it's it's a sports manga and if on paper it's like it should be any other soccer series mm. but you know instead of playing on you know play as a team win as a team and instead of uh, playing on, you know, Nakama and Friends, it's really, like, almost the exact opposite in terms of... Which really, like, plays around with the idea of, you know, there's these long-held tropes that it just breaks apart and in, in some way, like, uh, makes it stand out. Yeah, uh, you hit it right on the nose, man. I think I think this is... Blue Lock is the first uh, in line of... Is the first of what I think to be... Will, will be a lot of... Um, new and even more so evolved shonen than what we're seeing right now. That that would be what I would call the next generation of shonen. Let's like you said, it's a deconstruction of tropes that you typically see in a shonen. Um, and and it's just played very well, and it's a very enjoyable series. I might be a little biased because it's a sports series, but but uh, that's I think that's literally what we said. Uh, in that episode talking about Blue Lock, like this seems like the next step of a sports anime or manga and possibly a shonen. And uh, I'm all for it, man. I, again, like anime will continue to evolve and shonen will along with it because it's the more the most popular genre in the in the whole industry. And uh, and I'm excited to see it. You know, shonen is a great thing. And I think that's what we're here for at the end of the day, just to a little love letter is what this episode is to Shonen and how yeah. much we love it. The funniest thing is I I don't think this is necessarily what we had in mind for uh an episode today. But I, I'm happy where it's gone. <laughs> we we uh, got there. We got there eventually. <laughs> 
So for you, you know, even though it has been a long time since we we first dabbled in the world of shonen, mm. there are still some series that you know was are, are still shonen are still running. Yeah. Like, uh, do you view those series differently now as an adult? Even if you know, obviously, time has passed, story has progressed, and stuff like that. But like, do you do you view those series differently nowadays? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, we've said it a few times now is that we've changed along with this genre. Um, I, you know, I'm not going to dwell on it too long, but I think One Piece is the prime example for me personally, because I, I remember the pre-time skip very fondly, and I don't like the post-time skip as much, but that not, that might not be so much as a shift in quality. It could just be that I grew more critical of the things I was watching as I got older. So I might go back and watch One Piece and think, man, maybe I didn't like any of this shit and I'm a weirdo, but, you know, that's that's just part of maturing and growing. Uh, so One Piece would be the prime example for me, but then, you know, a new series, or, you know, relatively new at this point, uh, would be My Hero Academia or uh, Haikyuu, even, like, at around the same time. These are... These are great series that I come to enjoy a lot because I feel that even though it's a very, you know, action forward series, the shows themselves are trying to say something. They have a message that they're trying to carry along. And I can always appreciate when, you know, like you said, I'm getting something out of them and I'm not just watching them to waste my time. Yeah, for sure. And I think uh, the writers of, you know, the writers of the original stories also understand that. I said it before, you know, I, I read the Zatch Bell sequel, and it definitely has a darker tone mm -hmm. than than the original. And I think it's just because the writer understands that. You know, everybody's older. The audience is older. Zatch is older. Um, all the oh, characters do you finally are older. see him? No. Well, you, you know the fact <laughs> that he's, you know, he's like, uh, he's been king, so you know, he has to be older. I got you. I got you. If they don't change his design a little bit, I'm going to be upset. I'm going to say he's that. He's going right to be the exact same, but he's going to have a mustache. He's so... <laughs> <laughs> a little little shitty like goatee yeah oh man is there an is there other than zatch bell is there an anime that jumps to mind for you when we talk about this shonen and how it's evolved throughout the yeah throughout yeah the i was thinking of uh ipo fuck dude i mean ipo was definitely super long running it was it was like 500 chapters when we first like i first read it and yeah, i think i don't think i was that far behind yeah uh but yeah like ipo like compared to what it first starts out with which is like a pretty standard beat em up uh, well not not beat em up but like a, a really standard sports you know almost like weekly uh here's the guy you have to fight mm -hmm. kind of a series but now yeah. it's like ipo himself definitely is older uh we're following a journey that's that's kind of different than than what we expected and, or you know some of the original fans of the series might not necessarily get it and I, I get that too, but I feel like the writer also knows that, you know, it's, it can't always just be Epo Punch, you yeah. know? <laughs> Epo Punch. Well, no, I totally agree with you. I think this is a great example of a show that has grown with its audience. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like, it has the own, like, Epo is suffering through its, his own trials and tribulations, the same way as I'm sure the audience is mm -hmm. uh, growing up. And it's, it's just the kind of series where. It really feels like it, it really knows who, who the audience is. Absolutely. Man, I need to make a, a video on Epo. I need my sports anime fix. Hey, stay tuned, dummies at home. 
YouTube channel, Manga for Dummies channel. I'll I'll probably be putting up a little EPO video soon ish. Oh. <laughs> All right, tell me when you're you're ready so yeah. I can release this episode so it doesn't look like it's gonna take it too long. That's <laughs> <laughs> genius. Thank you for that. Oh yeah. Jesus, that's funny. So in general, just for today, it was uh, there's not really much point to this uh, this episode really. It was just really to talk about shonen, just in general, you know. Um, and our appreciation up, of it. Exactly. Yeah. So shonen is uh, it encompasses a lot, and for the most part, it's always something that you could you could feel good coming back to. Absolutely. Oh, well, I'm pretty much out of things to say. Yeah. Uh, I I had um. Pretty much that's all I had to say. Um, Quick, favorite shonen you, right now. What is it? Ooh, favorite shonen. Favorite shonen right now. Don't uh, think. Just say it. Do it. Do it. <laughs> oh. oh, he's hesitating. Oh, I don't know, man. <laughs> uh, I think it's got to be... Can we say Epo? Is that a cop out? Because Epo is just—it's like evolved past Shonen at this point. It's—it's its its own freaking beast at this point. Yeah, Epo's pretty good call. I'll say my hero. It's a safe answer. I like it a lot. High Q's up there for me. High Q. I don't know. I don't. I can't think of one. There's too many. There's too many good ones, and also some bad ones that I kind of want to just say for funsies. But like you know. Well, uh, you know, we didn't really talk about it, but you could get a lot of enjoyment out of a bad shonen too. You can, for sure. Um, and sometimes it's just fun to think, like, oh, what, what could have, what could have fixed this? You know. Right. Exactly. We still got to do that whole uh, "what if" episode, trying to fix uh, she Naruto uh, post time skip. Oh lord. Yeah. Oh lord. And we'll save it for a YouTube video, so we don't sound like idiots. Yeah, we'll still sound like idiots. Yeah, probably. In a different format. <laughs> <laughs> Just slightly less because we could edit out the stupid shit. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Which is why it'll, it'll go from like an hour long discussion to like 12 minutes. <laughs> 30 seconds. Get rid of Sakura. Okay. Oh, uh, I mean, yeah, we're coming to the end of it. I'm glad everybody uh, was here to listen to this. This was um, kind of like a, just a reminiscent episode about Shonen. Hope you guys enjoyed. Um... I don't really have much to say. I'm still working on the Gundam series. I'll, I think I'll be able to finish things off before the end of the month, which is going to be great. The great watch. And then what I'm going to do is I'm also going to combine all five episodes. There's going to be probably five. And I'll put it together. It'll be like a probably like a 40-minute episode video. That, uh, just like the complete guide. Oh, yeah. Sounds great, dude. Can't so wait. with that... I hope you guys enjoyed. I hope you guys uh, have a wonderful day. Hey, you forgetting something there? No, no, don't know. What are you talking about? It's no missing it's seafood. Dummies. Bitch we'll see you next time. <laughs> what did you say? I said I don't like seafood. <laughs> <laughs>